Welcome to the Microsoft Spotlight podcast. Um, we have another great episode, hopefully, today. Um, I am joined by Sophie Dimelo. How are you doing, Sophie? You good? Yeah, good, thank you. Hello, everyone. So we're without um, a normal other co-host, um, Andrew, um, around today, who child um, is um, the half term in the UK. So all the kids are off school um, and he's looking after the children today. So this was booked in way in advance. So um, and Andrew's asked us to cover today. But today we are covered by Idieta Gorzon, also known as Eddie within the community. A bit easier to say for some people. Um, I think if Andrew was on the podcast and introduced and he would have butchered your name and called you something completely different. So quite lucky, <laughs> <laughs> quite lucky he isn't here today. <laughs> the greetings. <laughs> so um, Eddie, if you'd like to kind of introduce yourself, tell us what you do and um, we'll kick off from there. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation, Sophie, John and Andrew. Uh, well, a uh, few words about myself. My name is Edita Gojon, and as you said, in, in Microsoft community, people call me Eddie. It's way easier for everybody, for myself as well. Um, what can I say? Well, uh, first of all, I feel 100% Microsoft community-driven person. Uh, I love this community since many years, uh, and I'm doing my best to bring some value, to share my thoughts, to share my knowledge uh, around change management, adoption topics, and of course, Microsoft Teams. Uh, and at work, uh, I work at, uh, at Valo Solutions, a staff-based company, and currently I'm in kind of transition from, from one role to another because I love challenges. Uh, and yeah, when I got an offer to, to be a part of a product team uh, in my company, I decided to do so. Uh, why? Uh, of course, challenge is the one thing, but uh, creating the products on the top of uh, Microsoft uh, stack, this is something what brings me a lot of passion. I believe that as a person who loves talking with people, I can also bring those thoughts into material part and build the product that really um, uh, gives the value uh, to the business. Wow, what an introduction. That was so good. That was so positive as well. I love that. And welcome. It's nice to have you on um, the podcast. You say that Microsoft and the Microsoft community is something that's really important to you and something that you want to, you know, add value to and, and so forth. How did you first start off within the Microsoft community? Oh, uh, this is a funny story. Uh, so by reason I said challenges, uh, I remember it was 2015, 2016. And at that time uh, I worked for a kind of Microsoft consulting company, but frankly, I was completely green around Microsoft topics. And so I was excited because it was technology, but I had no clue. And uh, and a few of my colleagues from that company said, you know, guys, there is something like SharePoint Saturdays across the globe. And we never had any SharePoint Saturday in Poland because I'm from Poland, uh, lived in, in, in that times in Warsaw. Um, and they asked me, would you like to to help us to, to organize such event or maybe even you know uh, pull the strings because you like do different things and you are crazy proactive and, oh, and of course I, I couldn't refuse i said okay without having much clue about 
the concept itself and it's real about SharePoint. Okay, I knew it was SharePoint, but you know, I, I haven't had any deep understanding what is that. And in 2016, uh, we organized first a SharePoint Saturday uh, Warsaw. I remember Microsoft Office and I remember when we were selecting the speakers. And that was the day when I fall in love in this community because it wasn't a conference like I experienced in the past, you know, people with this fancy clothes speaking on the stage and we are so important. No, uh, that event was completely different. I was uh, I was really surprised how uh, attendees, but also speakers and sponsors, how they were like connected but in the way like like family and then I understood that okay community uh, is a place for everybody no matter what's your low knowledge level no matter from which area you come from if you're more from business more from technical side those people they really want to be connected together and share the experience and that was the year when I fall in love uh, and I understood, okay, this is the, the direction I want to follow. And maybe one day I'll be also able to stand on the stage and share my thoughts with the audience, but also, yeah, bring the others to this table and show them how cool uh, working around Microsoft uh, could be. So this is how it happened. A very crazy idea. <laughs> yeah, so you I, come I just from, agreed. <laughs> yeah, so you come from like, not doing too much new in in the community to just suddenly just organizing yes. stuff yourself right yes 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 <laughs> yes yes I, I know that maybe it doesn't sound super smart but but i i believe that we as human beings sometimes we overthink too much and and some sometimes some actions just require the action itself uh and yeah of course i was young and crazy but, but i hope that i still kept this optimism and proactiveness uh but yeah this is the way how my personality is shaped now sometimes it's yeah good to jump, sometimes it's good to jump in with two feet right mm. Right. And of course, then I felt inspired by uh, by experts and I understood that this is the place where I want to be, where I want to level up my, my skills to shape my career uh, on this specific field. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, community. <laughs> yeah, I think I think being part of the Microsoft community, like it's it's it is, it is great. And I say I say to people that especially at work, I mean, it's not it's not work. So people say to me, oh, I can't believe you've. You spend like sometimes you go to like the South Coast Summit. You're there from like Thursday to Sunday, and like, like you shouldn't be working at the weekend. I'm like, it's not work. I don't work. It's not. It's not work. work. <laughs> it is right. work. To be fair, like the amount of the amount of the, the effort I put in that, that weekend. But, but you don't like, feel I like being at work. So tired. It felt like it won't work, but it was. It wasn't work. It was work, but it wasn't. If you get what I mean, like as a, but it was. Mm. It was like more of like a. It's more of a hobby. Then, um, right, indeed. Then, then work if you get what I mean. So indeed, indeed. Right. This is something what I'm trying to um, explain my 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 friends who are not working in this industry because quite often I heard why you are working on Saturdays, or uh, do they pay for that? I mean, are you getting mm -hmm. any extra money for being a speaker? And I said no. This is this is weird. Uh, 
are you sure what are you doing? And then I just realized, okay, this is this is just the way of my living. This is the hobby. And I really appreciate that, that I got this chance to be a part of this community. And if you're not in the community, it's hard to understand uh, what kind of vibes and what kind of drivers push you to, to, do, to do those extra activities. And I think after. it's a scary jump as well. Like, unless you've got people that you know that already go to um, community events and stuff like that sometimes often you're going by yourself um often mm. you go and you don't know anybody um i mean i went to commsverse um is it not like this year but the year before and I, I went there didn't know anyone just just turned up and by the end of the day i knew x amount more people by the time you go to the next one you know even more than then when I go to the South Coast Summit, you're meeting up with friends that you've met from all the all the previous conferences, and the, you you go there and you kind of know nearly nearly everybody there. So it's um yeah, it doesn't take long, and I say that to a lot of people. You might go to the first one, you might not know know anybody, but after the second, third, fourth um, event, you start to recognise people, you start to know people and stuff like that, and you've got to be outgoing and put yourself out there. How did you find it, Sophie? Like, you, I think what the the South Coast Summit was the second one you um, the second one second one you probably went to. Yeah, and similar to similar to yourself, John. I mean, I got into the Microsoft community all by myself. No one, I never had, so to speak, um, you know, a mentor to go into the Microsoft community. It's different now, obviously, being in it. I've got lots of people like John and Andrew that that do help, but. Um, because it was just something that I fell into through LinkedIn and and just being within I, within IT, I had to go. So last the last year at South Coast Summit, I went completely by myself. But this year it was so strange, like exactly like, like what you said, John. I was seen as soon as I walked in, someone went, "Oh, hi, Sophie, you're right," and I was like, "Oh, hi," <laughs> you know. And then people from last year came up and remembered me and said, "Oh, you know." you're okay how have you been doing so it is nice and i think we speak to a lot of people where they agree and they say it's like a family mm. it's a, it's a weird family isn't it and it and everyone seems to be similar in their own unique ways um but i've never i've never been in a community like that and i don't really know of one similar to be honest no, and you hear a lot about like, oh, there might be clicks and all of that type of stuff. And I guess in certain ways that there they might be, but um, I don't think that's not inclusive at the same time. Whereas I think like if there was some type of click, I think people would be in, like welcome you in and and stuff like that anyway. But yeah, that's that's just kind of my thoughts around it anyway. I'm intrigued <laughs> to know, um, Eddie, what what are SharePoint Saturdays? Oh, you don't want to know, Chef. <laughs> so, I think then, if Andrew was here, he'd go. The only good thing about SharePoint is if you put the <laughs> um, the O out of it, it's SharePoint. <laughs> yeah, it was back in that times when 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 SharePoint was important topic. I mean, the the one that was anyhow um, getting the attention, and uh, now uh, we we changed, we we rebranded our event for Collab Days Poland. Um, of course, right. we ha we had a break this year uh in previous year if i'm not mistaken we had online because of covid of course but but now uh we we rebranded to call up days and this is the plan to meet again in person may 17 
uh, next year. And there's this lots of collab days around the world, isn't there? Yeah. So there's is... one in Brenchley Park, I think, in October in the UK. Um... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, there were, there are European, uh, there's a European uh, collaboration summit and there are smaller yeah. events across uh, Europe and also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, again, also outside of Europe. Uh, yeah. Cool. So let's go back in time. So before you was in IT, what was the, what did Eddie want to do when she was at school? Oh, good question. Good question. I've been studying uh, economics and uh, project management. Uh, when I was studying first economics, uh, my bachelor's uh, studies, uh, I, I felt completely lost. I, I had an impression that I made a bad decision and economics, okay, it's, it's something interesting, but something what I don't really, you know, feel it anyhow in my heart and yeah, just, just learning something. Um, and uh, then I, I had a gap here. Uh, I've been working in kind of project management, a little bit related with IT, a little bit related with uh, security topics as well. And then uh, project management, because I, I simply understood that I really like to have a plan and follow, click specific milestones and, and tasks. So uh, that was something what, what I had in my mind, but I haven't had any dreamed job in that time. Just rather having a feeling that job is done. I have a target I follow and click the, the things on my list. Yeah, but I also had kind of artistic uh, soul in that time so i also wanted to be anyhow artistic something whatever but it maybe in the future maybe in the future so then what was it that took you on in, into the it industry uh, just by accident um i'm completely honest just by accident i found a job offer um uh, i don't know I went the recruitment process and they hired me. Uh, that's it. So what, was, <laughs> that's... what was the what was the first job that you did? Uh, the first job was kind of project management around IT in in the IT uh, company around security topics, but it was very minor job, nothing really concrete. I've been helping different colleagues, but still the IT was there. Uh, but I wasn't 100% convinced if it really resonates with my needs. But then when I finished my studies and I started looking for a new job, uh, of course, uh, minor IT background, at least working for any IT uh, provider helped me to, to really work in IT. Uh, it was um, Datapolis, that's the name of this company where I worked. Uh, and when I first touched uh, Microsoft stack. Cool. That sounds so in terms of what out of that job really sparks your interest, if you get what I mean, what was it that kind of like made you think, oh, actually, this is for me. I actually want to do this long term. Uh, I would say that, yeah, this that was just because of the community, just because of the community, because in that times, in that job, uh, 
I, I just felt that, OK, I have some tasks to be done. They pay me kind of salary. Um, I can participate different trainings. I can observe experts, but I haven't had the feeling that this is, the, you know, the way I want to uh, follow and be become similar like like my expert colleagues. I, I, I simply felt in that time that I'm, I don't know, too green and I had no clue and I don't have any IT, IT background in terms of my education. So I remember I, I felt lost and I was quite young and women in IT, I remember different, you know, customer meetings um, and yeah, this girl, what she wants from us. Um, uh, but yeah, the community helped me to, to understand uh, that this is a good direction, that I can always ask everybody for help and there is a room for different people with different expertise, with different uh, expectations as well. And uh, since I'm not very technical person, I still can help end users to understand technology in a better way. Uh, and I can translate IT language into the human language, if you know what I mean, uh, and simply help business to uh, to grow thanks to technology. Uh, quite often we are also brainwashed with, uh, with, the, with the wording we're using or we assume that just the regular customer or regular end user knows w what are we talking about. But I, I really put a lot of empathy and a lot of effort to uh, to really make sure that we're on the same page. I remember also the trainings. I, I had a chance to to participate when one one of my IT colleagues were was um, leading such a training, and I saw people sitting in the room, different attendees, and they were completely lost. And uh, and then I, I just kind of thought came to my mind, okay, I want to be a person who will be helping those users to understand what kind of value technology really brings in that sense that they do not afraid to click, they do not afraid to ask questions, they do not afraid to create solutions by themselves. So yeah, that was that was kind of uh, idea where, where I want to find myself. It sounds like you, you definitely have as well um, and that you are doing a lot to, to give back. You mentioned a, a little bit of something there, but what what has your experience been like as a woman in tech from starting off to now? Uh, I would say at, at the beginning it, it was not uh, that easy. I'm not sure if it's related with, uh, with the local market or in general global market, uh, but in that time, so seven years back, uh, or six years back, um, uh, okay, I was I was twenty something, twenty six, twenty twenty seven, um, and uh, it happened to me a few times when I heard directly from the customer, "Oh, Mrs. Editha, you are a little bit too young to teach me IT." This is wow. something what I heard seriously, or I had impression that some of of the customers or um, Dudes who are working in IT on the customer uh, side, uh, that they didn't treat me seriously. Yeah. Um, or uh, when I was in a meeting, it was like, okay, this is with, with my colleague, male colleague. It was like, okay, he knows the things and she's just assistant. So th this is something what I experienced. I'm not blaming anybody because those are kind of stereotypes, and I 
I accept them like they are. Uh, but thankfully, the, the situation has changed. And uh, today or a few years back, maybe three, two years back, I, I never had such a feeling that, okay, I'm a woman in IT, so it means that it's harder. No, it's not. Uh, and I believe that, again, this is uh, thanks to our community, thanks to uh, uh, educating people that no matter if you're a woman or a man, who cares? It's all about your skills or about your knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, that's it. But yes, yeah, it, I had I had hard moments. Maybe I shouldn't say it out loud, but this is what I said. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to hear, and I can relate a little bit like that. Like so, me going back four years now, when I first started out, there was I was on some client calls, and even even some of my colleagues, and I would get that sense of feeling nothing too drastic, but the having to work a little bit harder to get that respect and having to having to persuade someone that you know you are meant to be on this call and you do know what you're talking about and you are there to help them we can do everything that we possibly can to try and help them but if they've already got that thought in the head where it's you know this person is too young to be, to be teaching me yeah, or yeah, doesn't yeah. know as much yeah. as i do or i know more and it's a waste of my time so to speak so i can resonate with that a little bit um yeah which is interesting so what so what do you do now then within the community to, to give back? Uh, yeah, I'm mostly a speaker at the conferences. I love sharing my knowledge. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm talking about uh, adoption, uh, how to drive the, the best adoption and what kind of extra tools you can use to really uh, to really drive this adoption in a manner that works. Um, before I joined Valo, I've been working as a consultant and I used to different methods like this design thinking, for instance, how design thinking might might help you um, to, to define um, the best usage of Microsoft Teams. So we are not just launching the Teams and checking how users are using Teams, but we brainstorm together, we build the solutions. I mean, we brainstorm the concept of those solutions, then we build them and then we start adoption to have kind of nice already made uh, infrastructure to train the users because if they start with empty application they probably will not feel very comfortable this is something new for them in in many cases uh, i'm talking also about the governance uh, why it is important and yeah what kind of govern microsoft teams governance i experienced in my life what i saw um uh, on the customer side so yeah they just launched teams they haven't thought about governance and those are the mistakes uh, uh, that happened and what should be done before and yeah what should be done now to uh, to clean up um, uh, the mess uh, we have done so uh, when i'm speaking i'm speaking mostly about the use cases uh, because i'm not good at talking just because of talking mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, i rather use uh, the examples um, yeah I experienced by myself what I have learned just to just to share uh, some knowledge with uh, with the audience. And I can see that you're, you're, you've got an, an MVP jacket on. Um, so, you know, how was how has it been being an MVP and your experience? 
Uh, of course, this is yeah, this is great experience. Uh, I'm I'm thankful that I got this award. Uh, yeah, the first one is to, was in 2019, and frankly, I think that I I I was a bit shy uh, mm -hmm. when I got it. I I felt kind of pressure on my shoulders that okay, now I, I'm MVP. It it means a lot, and if I'm able to. Um, to really bring the value that MVP stands for, uh, and yeah, of course, it, it triggered me a lot to to learn more, uh, to um, to develop myself, to to really uh, put attention on on the different points from my from my area, uh, and of course, it's a kind of luxury good that. I'm getting, uh, yeah, different benefits. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I wasn't prepared for that. It, it was kind of shocky for myself that I, I got a nomination first and then uh, then award. But but I'm super thankful and I'm doing my best to, yeah, to have it as long as possible. But I don't. Re I mean, my, my colleagues are always laughing uh, that I'm not saying much about MVP when we have kind of team introductions and so because I believe that this is a, just a part of my hobby, as we mm -hmm. said. So I don't have to. Hey guys, I'm MVP, and this is uh, this is extremely. Uh, this is the first thing uh, in my in my CV. Of course, this is important for myself, but this is something what what I'm doing just for myself. And if somebody can simply benefit in my company, for instance, uh, from that, um, I'm more than happy. But yeah, maybe I'm too shy while talking about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but of course, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely grateful. Uh, yeah, it's got amazing it. that you've, you've got it, you know, for the last three years or, or whatever it is. And did, did you have anyone who inspired you, with, you know, to get MVP or anyone that helped mentor you through that transition or? Uh, of course, there, there were a few people. I remember, um, I remember, uh, I, I'm not sure, should I use the names or not? <laughs> yeah, you can do, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that it was beginning of 2019 and uh, I spoke with Yusi Mori, uh, his uh, Finnish MVP and, and I think it was Samuel, Samuel Zucker from Switzerland, and we've been talking about MVP and ah, Eddie, why you are not MVP? You are doing so much things for our community. You should be the one. And I said, okay, guys, you are extremely smart. You know the IT things. I'm I'm not that fluent like you are, so I think that it's not, not the you know it's not the right award for myself. And they said, why not? Just go for it. The fact that you have different skills is great because we are a community. And if we all are the same, we don't bring the value. The perfect thing in this community is that we have different skills, different mindsets, different background. And thanks to that, we can uh, we can grow together. So I remember that, 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 that sentence, go for it. Uh, and then it was kind of breaking point because I always afraid of uh, speaking. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me why, but for some reasons the speaking uh, skills were not in my eyes uh, the best. Uh, but I made a decision. Okay, I will write. Um, I will just uh, apply for different conferences, and I will push myself to, you know, to do something outside of my uh, comfort zone. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and my first speaking session was in in London at SharePoint Saturday. And yeah, that was a very important moment in my career. <laughs> in my wow. career, it's not a career, but <laughs> it's rather yeah, working on my on my skills and my personality. And then I understood, okay, it's not that scary. Of course, maybe it wasn't the the, the best session ever, but I did something something new, and I understood that okay. Nobody judged me. People said that it was nice session. Uh, I got few questions, so it means that I'm able to to share some knowledge, some mm -hmm. uh, some ideas that might be useful for the others. Uh, and yeah, then another conference, another event, another event, and, and then I got a nomination from. Uh, uh, from one of my colleagues, of course, I said, no, 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 it's mm -hmm. too early, too early. No, no, you have to do it. And yeah, I did it. <laughs> wow. I fill out the form. <laughs> How did you find the transition over to like the virtual events, events during the lockdowns and stuff like that? Oh, I would say um, when COVID has started, I was kind of even happy that I don't have to travel that much because previous yeah. year was crazy. I remember the weeks that's okay. I've been in three or four different capitals during one week. So I really had to focus at the airport where I'm flying today, just, you know, just to make sure that, mm. <laughs> that I took, that I'm taking a right gate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but after half a year, uh, yeah, it was hard. It was hard. I, I've been a bit depressed. Of course, I delivered plenty of sessions via online events, and I was happy that we have a platform like Teams to, to be connected and um, to anyhow create new reality. However, it was it was kind of de depressing. I'm rather extrovert, so I need people to interact. Of course, having a session is one thing, but everything what is happening around the event, uh, it's very hard to to make it in the virtual world. Oh, I just I I really dislike the virtual events. Like I've done quite a few this year, say like five or so virtual ones, but the the in-person ones are just so much better. Mm -hmm. So yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah. Like you, because the thing is about the the virtual events is like you see you see, say like ten fifteen participants and you're like, I wonder how many people are actually there. Like yeah, yeah. what are, are are they checking their mailbox or yeah. what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot of distractions, they, I feel. Yeah, just like mm. are they actually there? Are they are they maybe maybe not? And then um, and then in person, at least you can inter. I like to interact with the audience when I'm when I'm speaking. Like you know, ask ask questions and you know see how people are when they react to things you say. And you just don't get that online. Mm -hmm. And like you make a joke or something on virtual, and then obviously mm -hmm. no one can no one can laugh or you can't gauge an audience reaction to stuff. Yep. So it's so yep. it's so hard. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I heard that there is no big difference. When you are just having a session uh, at the virtual conference, or you are just having a presentation in front of your customer online, there is no no big difference actually. Co customer quite often is even more engaged than yeah. the audience at your conference, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah I mean, I just done, I just this morning done a like an hour and forty five minute um, demo for Defender for Cloud Apps. 
-hmm. and like at least through that i'll say to the customer like do you understand that did you get that do you want to go through anything else and then you get reaction <laughs> like it's a lot it's a lot nicer than yeah i think customer and i've always said to to people especially when doing talking engagements they're like oh aren't you nervous about talking in front of people i'm like no like this is like i'm talking to people in a community like these people were all like similar people to to, to me like I've got no reason to be to like be up like to be nervous about it at all. The, the ones I'm nervous about is when I'm talking to a CTO or a CEO or someone who's going to make a decision within the company. That's when you got to be a little bit, a little bit ner like not nervous, but a little bit like uh, on your on your game and stuff like that. But mm. for um, yeah, for when I'm I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking to people who are part and parcel of us. If you get what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think the hybrid model uh, also has its good and bad points. Yeah, but new real, I mean, that reality when we were just online, well, yeah, was hard, was hard. I fully agree. At the beginning, I saw the big wave. There were many people participating in those kind of events and then uh, suddenly big drop. It, yeah. it was really hard to, to get the the audience for online conferences. At least this is what I I have noticed. Plenty of uh, registrations, but very low presence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I've done the Cincinnati Friday last week. And again, it was one of those. I, I think I had about 10 or 15 people in each one, but I don't know how many people were actually there. Like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Cool. So, what's for you your like normal working day now? So, I'm, I know I know you said just now you used to travel a lot. You're in three different countries in a week. What what's it now? For, what is it like now for you? Uh, now, I mean, now it's quite busy. Thankfully, we have more and more uh, in-person events. So recently, yeah, I've been speaking at Collab Days Belgium. Uh, helping with uh, uh, cloud summits, some community reported things, uh, and there were plenty of events. I, I don't even remember. I should check, check, uh, check my schedule. Uh, so so it, 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 was, it was quite busy and I'm, I'm very happy that, that it happened to me. And next one is uh, ESPC. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that was in Sweden, been, isn't it? ESPC? Uh, um, Denmark. Denmark, Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah Denmark, okay. Copenhagen. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, my regular daily job. So uh, as a partner manager, of course, uh, somebody who is responsible for partner network. And uh, my role was being responsible for EMEA region, uh, quite big region for, for Valo business. So plenty of, of uh, meetings with, with the partners across to Europe to, to support their business, to help them, of course, to sell Valo, but also uh, uh, support with um, uh, project scopes and so. So yeah, quite busy days with headset uh, all the time on my ears. Uh, and now I'm, I'm transitioning to, to the other team, so I'm not sure uh, what to expect and what, we, what will be the schedule. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm really excited about yeah new future and what can I bring to, to my table. Yeah, but the big tip, uh, start, uh, start uh, your day with the big tasks and then 
you can relax afterwards. <laughs> this is yeah. what, what I'm doing. <laughs> I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but if you have any big topic to, to be solved or any any problem, it's better to do it in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's generally yeah, what I do. <laughs> but it's hard, that's... but it's hard to change the focus. I always had the opposite. I oh, really no. I always try to get things done as soon as as soon as possible. Like yeah. the, the big ones that I always like leave like the documentation to the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Admin. Yeah, documentation always leaves to the end. But if it's anything like techie or anything like that or something cool, cool, you know, proof of concepts, and I'm on that straight away. But yeah. 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 And I also don't understand the jokes when somebody is saying that they have plenty of emails in their mailbox. My, my mailbox is, oh, I mean, of course, I'm getting a lot of emails, but um, I'm cleaning and distributing the things quite quickly. Uh, I'm the yeah. exact same. The exact, same. I okay, so have, you don't. <laughs> <yeah>, hundreds <laughs> or two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and do no, you have. I'm the exact same as you. <laughs> and any rules and formulas in your Outlook? No, you don't. Well, okay. Not so much. I mean, the thing is, how I like to do it is, I like to if I see an email coming, I like to flag it if obviously it's important or I need I need to distribute yeah, yeah, yeah. it or whatever else. But I'm quite on it. I'm quite on it with my emails. Same, same. You are my team. <laughs> John, how many emails have you got? Um, two thousand five hundred and fifty-six. How? How you can live with that? <laughs> I would have nightmares. I know. <laughs> but 2,500. Uh, I think all the important ones I've read, like all the all the ones that I don't need to read, like. But do you not do you not just delete them? Yeah. No. Let's go through. Mark all. And this slide smile. No. <laughs> I've just marked them all as red, so therefore. There we go. We're done. Very uh, mate. So. <laughs> That's my Eddie, that's what? my email that's my email cleared up now whilst we're on the question. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's it. Um, Eddie, what advice would you give to someone wanting to get into the tech community? Uh, to somebody who who wants to get. Okay. Uh, uh, what I would say, I think that. Uh, I would recommend any small. Uh, community event for free, mm -hmm. uh, like collab days or any other event that it's nearby to you, just to just to feel the vibes and 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 see if you like it or not. I'm sure that you will like it, but mm -hmm. uh, but step by step. Um, uh, what else? I'm always saying that. Um, you can reach out to me directly. I'm always happy to 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 share some insights about the community, where to start, because there are plenty of different information. This channel, another channel, this meeting, another meeting. So basically, it's hard to start. I don't know that it, it sounds weird because we have plenty of options, but yeah. it's also not the best when we have too many options at the end of the at the end we we don't know which option is the best. So just try with the small steps. Uh, go to any in-person event if it's possible. Um, start first conversations and really don't hesitate to ask 
people directly. This is what I did plenty of times in my life. Uh, of course, it was again kind of outside of my comfort zone, but on the other hand, why to create uh, bottlenecks? Why to, you know, feeling that, okay, th this person is super, super shiny expert and is different than I am. No, this is just human being. This person achieved a lot big respect, but this person has similar problems like we have. Any family problems, any, I don't know, headache in the morning or any allergy, whatever. So, you know, um, this is something what I also heard that many people, they have problems to ask experts directly because they treat them like, I don't know, any, any heroes, you know, any gods, some, somebody who, uh, who has special powers. No, it's not like that. We all are human beings and it's not about B2P, so uh, B2C, business to customer. It's not about B2B, it's actually P2P, people to people. We are all the same. It's just a matter of experience. It's just a matter of expertise, but but yeah, we can learn from each other. It's something that um, our last guest or the one that's just been recorded said, which really resonated with me, is that people don't buy off organizations they buy off of people right and i right. think that's a it's a good thing to think about in business and, and everything else is that it's the people that that matter who said that sophie do you remember yeah <laughs> so can't yeah. claim that um that was yeah, Carly Jackson <laughs> from Palhaia, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it Carly, if you're listening yeah um yeah. anyway we're, we're kind of getting towards the end of like time now that we've that um that we've got so got kind of one one kind of question for you to 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 finish off that's okay and that is what's the future for you what's like the end goal um in in the career what do you really want to want to get done before you you retire and call it a day <laughs> uh, uh, have you said end goal <laughs> i don't like endings <laughs> no like when you like before like your career like before your career what's the one thing you want to get that want to be want to do I don't have answer for, for this question, unfortunately, John. Uh, I like to experience, I like new challenges. And uh, more I'm trying, more I want to try, more I want to try. It, it, maybe it sounds weird, but I know that some people, they, they simply want to focus on one specific area and they are fine with that. In my case, I like new challenges. I like experience. This is, this is something what I also like in, in my private life. Uh, it, it gives me wings, uh, it gives me power, I'm not getting bored that uh, easily. Uh, so yeah, as many as possible experience if I can. That would be my dream scenario for the future. Love that. Awesome. Sophie, anything you want to end on? No, I think that's a great, a great way to end. Excellent. Cool. All right. Anyway, it has been another great episode and um, yeah Eddie you've been been a great guest for, for us it's gone quite quickly if you notice about halfway through like I realized I accidentally scheduled in um, an interview with somebody at my work and I was like oh, oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so even about halfway through I was like oh no I just got a notification saying I've got to interview someone so I had to try and cancel that really quickly uh, <laughs> thank you guys that so was, yeah great um, episode and yeah nice. great guest Eddie so a pleasure to meet you and maybe we'll see each other at an event soon hopefully hopefully yeah fingers crossed <laughs> take cool. care guys
Cool, right? Everyone, thank you for listening and um, check us out next time on the Microsoft Spotlight podcast. Remember, YouTube um, listeners, like and subscribe and follow us on Spotify. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Microsoft Spotlight podcast. Please make sure you hit that like, share and subscribe button to help us promote our message. You can also follow us on Twitter at MSFT Spotlight and we're also on LinkedIn, the Microsoft Spotlight podcast. And finally, we'd like to tell you a little bit about BitTitan and thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Remote migrations start here. Let MigrationWiz do the work for you. It's fast, secure and 100% SaaS which means you can migrate at any time and from anywhere. Migrate mailboxes, documents, public folders, personal archives, or even Microsoft Teams with just a few clicks. No special training needed and no customer downtime. When the work matters, choose MigrationWiz.